You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Now, when I last talked to my very special guest, Anne Anderson, uh, uh, she had this wonderful idea called Chat Cafe. Uh, and quite a bit of water has passed onto the bridge between now and then. Uh, and Anne is here again to tell us just exactly where she, she is with Chat Cafe. But before we talk about that, I want you to get to know Anne. So welcome, Anne. Hi, good morning, Blair. Good morning, everybody at home. And welcome to your your gang of helpers. So we're looking forward to talk to everybody, you know, in in turn. So uh, before we talk to you about Chat Cafe, tell us a wee bit about, about, you know, your your own journey and particularly your your sort of faith journey. I mean, what... I I know that many of these things and what has happened to you has inspired what you're now doing. But but what were those early days like for you when you were a child, a teenager? Um... When I was a child, I didn't realise that I was struggling with loneliness. But when I look back, I can see there were places where I did feel lonely. Like when I was 16, I was playing this song on repeat, feel the need, feel the need. And like now, as an adult analysing it, I think there there was a need there. And, you know, was there anybody listening? Was God listening? I wasn't in a place for God. But I am today. I got baptised in February this year. And then about a week later, I asked God, what is my purpose? What am I doing here? And I, I have written in the past. And he said, I want you to keep writing, Anne. I want to turn your smut into a miracle. And I want to you to show the world that dark can be turned into light. Now, obviously, in all of that, and, and we, when people talk to me, as they often do in the programme, about hearing from God, it always makes me think, mm, God must think you're quite special. Of course, the truth of the matter is that, that we're all special uh, to God. We're all special. Did it take, uh, t- did it take a wee while for you to realise that? It took me like 24 years because I did a lot of of church surfing and I think I put my trust in people as opposed to God um, because I could see and hear people and... um, you know, God was this invisible. This was about trust. It was, and you know, like I said earlier, I've always had a problem with trust and loneliness and building relationships. And now I'm surrounded by thousands of people at Chat Cafe Local. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the what was the, the at the root of that sort of feeling uh, lonely? You know, was it just have you always been that way, like a bit of a loner, or were there things that that happened that that made you lose trust in people? I was um, the third child of four, and it was an it was very chaotic. And when um, you've been abused, um, and everybody will kind of gang up with the, the abuser to keep themselves safe, and I ganged up with them against myself. And yeah, I, I think that's where where I was until I was thirty five, and then I started. God came into my life. I was about to take an overdose one day and I had all the pills in my hand and I just said, if there's a God in this world, come now. And within two seconds, my doorbell rang and Graham, long grey hair, Boscombe guitar, knocked my door for no reason. A legend in his own lifetime. Yeah, and he came in, he just took the pills out of my hand and he said, Jesus loves you. And that was the truest, most honest truthful thing that I'd ever heard in my life and then he said do you want a cup of tea <laughs> as if nothing would happen yeah. but isn't it God. isn't it true and, a, a, and terrible heart you know that when when we have those experiences of of abuse and abuse of course comes in many many different mm. forms but but we actually we we believe it you know when and, and we we take it on board and so on why why do you think as human beings we do that why can't we just say to people you know what what you're saying about me it's a total load of rubbish so you can go and take it and put it in the nearest bin but many people don't do that many people think actually i am the problem and if people only really knew what i was really like uh, then they would confirm that i'm the problem you have a voice in your head and it will be 24 7 and it's full of thoughts and ideas and condemnation and it's all it's all like your it can be your foundations and you know these thoughts pop up and you know you can choose to focus on a thought as it's just a thought or you can choose to um, believe it or not believe it but that's maturity that's that's God 
You know, I like now, the way I tackle it now is I ask the thought, I recognise the thought, I listen to the thought and I say, oh, that's a load of rubbish. But is it from God or if it, is it from the enemy? If it's from God, let it stay and if it's not, go away. And that's the way that I deal with it today. But I didn't have that balance before because I didn't have trust, I didn't have faith. But now I have faith. This is Hope FM. Anne was talking there about, you know, her, those voices in her head. Um, we all hear those voices. And very often, Anne, of course, they're, they're, they don't build you up, do they? they? They perhaps remind you about how awful you are uh, and, and so on. When did you learn not to listen to them? Condemnation thoughts. Um, when did I learn? It wasn't actually that long ago. I don't. I'd heard them for 20 years and listened to them and beat myself up constantly and just kept repeating and repeating and I just couldn't escape them. Then I wrote them down and, you know, I think I think since I was baptised, everything's changed um, and I feel confident now in my faith if it's God, if, it, if it's not go away. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, really. Uh, you know, I was listening uh, to a bit of teaching just fairly recently, actually, and it sort of confirmed what, what I've, I've always felt myself. You know, uh, it's about introspection because uh, Christian people, I mean, people generally are, tend to be quite sensitive folk. And uh, when you're introspective, in other words, we sit down and we think, oh, I'm not a great person. You know, if people only knew the way that I was. And what happens is that uh, all this negative stuff. And the person I heard talking about this said this. He said, when was the last time that you sat down and you were very introspective? You looked at yourself. You, get a, you, know, you examined yourself. When was the last time that you were really encouraged by that? It's not encouraging at all. And I think that this is what you're saying, Anna, wasn't it? That you were, you were, when you were doing this, all of the negative stuff comes to the fore. And of course, it leads you to, to the conclusion, I am just not a good person. Uh, you know, if people only knew what I was like, they wouldn't like me, or blah, 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 all the rest of it. And of course, you've had that experience yourself, haven't you? I've, I've had it a lot, 20 years. And I just know that, the, the truth is Jesus and God is the one who can tell you the truth. And this is not the truth that's going on in your head. It, it's just a thought. You can pick, grab hold of it and think about it and analyse it. When you, I, think, I think loneliness is, gives you a lot of time and for introspection. Um, but loneliness actually is you needing something. If you need food food and you're hungry, you need food. If you need water, you need water and or you will die. If you're lonely, you need company. If you're listening to rubbish inside your head, you need God. You know, our faith is bigger than anything. God can move mountains. God brings people back from the dead. You know, we are alive in Christ and we need to take ourselves over that line back into our faith. And of course, uh, the thing that we all need to know is that God is above anything else. Mm. He is love. And in actual fact, if you ask yourself the question, why did Jesus die? I mean, he was the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And at his command, uh, myriads of angels, thousands, billions of the angelic hosts would have been at his disposal. So why? Why? does he go and put himself upon a cross? And the answer is because of love. Because he loves us. Because he loves us. And in fact, whether you call yourself a Christian or not today, that God loves you. Um, whether you've accepted him or not, it makes no difference. Whether you're of another faith, makes no difference. God is love. Uh, now, obviously, there's a choice to be made. But, I mean, lots of people may be drawn to God by fear and think, oh, my goodness, if I don't pull my socks up, I'm going to be, that's me, I'm going to be in hell for the rest of my days, and, you know, when I kick the bucket or whatever. Of course, God wants us to have a relationship with him through recognising that, that in his death on the cross, he took all of the punishment that we deserve, took it upon himself, and actually declares us clean. 
Mm-hmm. And that that I guess that that's the that's the fantastic mystery of the the gospel. And of course, it took you thirty odd years and to get there, didn't it? What, what what was it that that eventually made the penny drop? That you were loved. That actually all that n- negative stuff that God had taken it and had plonked it on the cross and actually said, you know what? If you want to, if you've got an issue with 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 Anne, you talk to Jesus about it because he died for her. It sets us free, doesn't it? And the other thing, maybe just drop in here, is that you know that the best that we can be as human beings, the best that we can be, the Bible says it's like filthy rags. So all of us who think we're holier than thou, well, I'm sorry, but all of us, myself included, our righteousness, our best efforts to be spiritual are filthy rags. And the reason why that is, it says this, that we don't go around thinking, oh, I'm a filthy person. What we think is, it is absolutely amazing. You know that hymn? Amazing grace. Mm-hmm. Amazing mm-hmm. that God took our sin and died for us. If we're thinking those thoughts, we are dirty rags. And we're thinking that we are dirty rags and we're believing the thoughts and we're taking that out into the world. And I always think, well, if, if you're thinking all these thoughts, all these horrible thoughts, and you're believing them, what does your face look like on the outside? You know, you'd be like really like troubled. So I think there is a step of courage to step out of that and say, I'm not believing you. I'm going out for a walk. I'm going to put my shoes on. Mm -hmm. I'm going to change seats. I'm going to phone a friend. And I'm going to do something where I can reconnect into me not into the story, the script, that you are alone and nobody likes you. And what I've learned through Chat Club is everybody thinks the same thoughts. <laughs> and it's just bizarre when you say them out loud. And on a table of 10, 15 people, everybody thinks the same thoughts, that like, they're worthless, nobody likes them, they'll mm-hmm. never be liked, never be wanted. Be- because it's actually a strategy of the devil, isn't it? It's a strategy of the evil one because mm. he knows he knows he's defeated. And and the, the interesting thing is that, that, you know, if you know that you're loved... And that's your main motivation. I always think if people really knew how much God is crazy about them, they'd rush into his arms. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, people often don't understand that. And dare I say that even though many of us are calling ourselves Christians, the penny has never really dropped that actually it's not about us. It's about our surrender to him who died. Mm-hmm. And yes, we have to say, yeah, I am a sinful person, but then not to dwell on it but to accept that Jesus' death and resurrection upon the cross was totally sufficient. And then that gives us the freedom to blossom, gives us the freedom to grow. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm delighted, Anne, of course, that you, you recognise that. And to be vulnerable with God. The day I went up and prayed, please, God, I want to be vulnerable with you. And, and, and that changed. This My whole body filled with light and life started to change. When I had the children, I could look in their cot and watch them sleep. For as long as, but I couldn't stay beyond that. And I think that was um, trust that what if something happens and maybe we have that situation with God, we can look at, we can listen, we can read, we can live God's way. But we always keep things back. But when we become vulnerable in front of God, we're giving him everything and we're saying, have me, have my minutes, have my words, have my actions. And and we live humbly because we're living below the king, king of kings and he is our rock and he is our salvation and he'll never, ever leave us on our own. Never. I mean, having all that negative stuff in your past, uh, and have you now come to, to realise and indeed to work out every day the fact that actually you are loved, which of course then gives you the motivation to love other people because that's Jesus' command, isn't it? To love as we have been loved. I wouldn't say I've 100% got it, but I am definitely getting there. <laughs> I am loved. And it's again, it's that believing, isn't it? It's that voice in your head. And, you know, I, I am loved. I am, I've got a little mantra, Anne loves everybody, everybody loves Anne. And it's believing that as opposed to believing the nonsense that comes in, oh, but you're not good at this or not. Uh, 
So everybody, will we'll just take a moment and you can just shout at the radio, I am loved. I am loved. I am loved. All together then, I, I am, am loved. loved. And any negative thing that anybody ever says to you, unless, of course, there's, there's a good thing called constructive criticism because mm. a, a good friend will tell you the truth, but for your good. Mm-hmm. A bad friend, you know, it says, uh, but, you know, that, that painful are the kisses of a friend but profuse are the kisses of an enemy. In other words, there's some people who will, you know, lick your anatomy, if you know what I mean, a certain part of your anatomy. I'm not going to go into it, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They, they butter you up. They mm-hmm. say the things that you want to hear. They tickle your ears, but actually it's all false. Whereas a true friend will actually maybe say, you know what, you know, maybe Blair, you know, you could do this and maybe that. But, and I've had many people like that who've given me loving correction. I guess it's what every mm. parent does, isn't it, Anne? Yeah. But, but actually it's, it's, it's done in love. Mm. Uh, the other is destructive. It brings fear. It brings condemnation. And what you want to do with all of that sort of stuff, whether it's coming from an individual or thoughts in your head, is to take it and put it in the nearest bin. Isn't that right, mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. This is Hope FM. We're going to be talking about Chat Cafe, but obviously we started by talking a wee bit about Anne's experience. Coming from a life where really the negative voices, I guess, Anne, were the the loudest in those early times. But obviously coming to faith was to change all of that. But now you've got this little venture. And in fact, it's not even a little venture. It's It's not little anymore. Dirty, great big venture. But when, (laughs) when we first spoke of it, it was an idea, wasn't it? And of course, it's it's seen rapid growth. But for the completely uninitiated, tell us a little bit about what is Chat Cafe? What's the concept? So Chat Cafe Local is a community outreach programme um, tackling the loneliness epidemic. It started in Bournemouth Pool in Christchurch and is now in Highcliffe, Ferndown and Wimborne. We um, manage... 28 local friendly cafes and we have a happy to chat badge scheme so the idea behind the badges it's an introducer so if people are wearing the badges in the street it's got it's white and it's got two dancing teacups and if people are wearing that in the street you you know they're friendly they're part of the friendly bunch of chat cafe local and you can just give them a wave or say hi and they will speak to you in the street you won't be shunned so this is, first of all, a way of dealing with loneliness. Definitely loneliness. Because, because I, mean, I, guess, I guess even to talk to somebody else, you know, it's, it can be quite something. Can even, even to go along to meet somebody, you know, walking into a room for the first time can be a bit daunting. So, But if you see people wearing these little badges, they're pretty much saying, ready to chat. Yeah, and it, people in the cafes, the staff are aware of, of our members and the, the, their values are all the way through is we see, we hear, we value you and that's with the members, the owners of the cafes, the volunteers that host the chat clubs. Now you've got this network of, of, um, of coffee shops and so on. Um, how did you, uh, have you been surprised at the willingness of proprietors of these establishments to literally open up their doors? I mean, obviously it's business for them, but but obviously you've been saying to them, but yeah, but watch for the badge and, and you want a warm welcome and be aware of the fact that many of the people who are coming here are here because they need support. I've chosen the cafes where they have the heart for this work. And I've chosen the volunteers for the same reason. They have the heart. And, you know, people do care. We've all been through lockdown. We've all been touched by loneliness, being socially isolated, sometimes excluded. And this is the opportunity to come out. It's the easiest way to make friends. And I think we all come from different cultures. And usually we sort of see like 90% plus of Blow-ins. This is what we're called if we if we're not southerners. So we're blow-ins. We're around the table, and um, yeah, we, we we need to connect. And they haven't connected. They've come from different cultures, like the North, the Spanish, where we're all friendly. And they've come to this stereotype, this community ego of 
BCP, where no one talks to each other. But Chat Café Local is the easiest way to make a friend and you find all the people who want to chat and socially connect. Now, before you ever go to uh, any of the cafes, what you want to do is look out for the little badges. Uh, and the, on, the, on that little badge, you'll see there's two little teacups, little smiley faces, and it says Chat Café Local in writing. There's got a white uh, background. If you see somebody wearing that, they're a member of the Chat Café Local community so if you see anybody in the street like that then you'll know oh i could have a chat with you I, on hope mm. fm i i heard about that chat cafe do you go there and mm. then that'd be a good place to start yeah, with yeah i'm happy to chat happy to chat happy to chat yes and and, and then do you fancy a coffee or a tea or a whatever yeah, yeah we're happy to chat now if people go along to one of the nominated cafes uh, obviously you've got set times where where groups meet what were the experience so if i went along for the first time uh, on on a day on the timetable what would i experience so we have a timetable it's got a blue side and a yellow side on the blue side of the leaflet is the chat clubs and the chat clubs are hosted by local volunteers who are all safeguarded trained and they're looking out for you they usually sit near the front of the cafe and they're looking out for people coming in usually new people come a bit grey and they get pink and they go red by the time they leave (laughs) (laughs) so you know we can see the signs if people are really nervous they can give us a ring and we'll meet you outside Um, everybody's had that first moment but I think the scariest things in life are when you do it alone and you get the biggest reward you take that step of courage whether it's over your front door or past your garden gate into a cafe so you don't have to join anything you, you're not you don't have to sort of make the take the pledge as it were you you just have to turn up you can just turn up if you want to have a look on the website you can join and become a member it's chatcafelocal.com and we send out a monthly newsletter so you can see that you can see and get the gist we have 12 chat clubs in our 28 cafes and in the You'll be able to see who goes, what the vibe is. Sometimes there's 12, 15 people. Sometimes there's just two. But I just believe God sends the right people on the right day. And people just connect over maybe France or maybe bereavement or or maybe... Um, something fun from and and we play a game called fusty rusty it's a chat game that everybody can join in this week we're talking about food and everybody talks about food and it's just it's just lovely so whilst whilst they're talking their happy moments their sad moments their emotional things are all coming out within the context of food so it's a nice safe environment of course, Jesus himself loved to you know, go to people's house for tea and so mm. on, didn't like Zacchaeus, remember he invited himself, you know, and, uh, and whatever. But there is something about whether it's just a cup of coffee and a biscuit or whether it's a, a, a sandwich or a full meal, there's just something about food and drink being a leveller. Yeah. Helping people to relax. Yeah, and, and people need people. Like birds, they swim together. They fly together and fish swim together. People need people. And, you know, we, we, all, we all love tea. <laughs> absolutely. Well, pretty, absolutely. You know. um, now, in case you're getting frustrated and you think, Blair, where are you going to tell us when we get more information? There's, I mean, there's loads of information. I'm swimming in it here. But, <laughs> but can I just tell you that, that if you're just sat there and you're thinking, I would like to have a look at that website. The website is uh, chatcafelocal.com. Dot com. That's obviously you put your www dot in uh, chat cafe local dot com, and that will take you to the to the website. And there you'll find details uh, of all of the drop in cafes and the time where they are and the times uh, that they meet. And of course, a little bit more about the uh, the concept that that Anne and I are talking about today. This is Hope FM. Obviously, since Anne had the idea of Chat Cafe Local, there's been loads and loads of people uh, that have got involved with it. And indeed, many of you, no doubt, will be listening to us uh, right now. So if you're a Chat Cafe, then you're very welcome to Hope FM and to this programme. Now, one of those people is, uh, is Ray. Welcome, Ray. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. So, Ray, when did you meet the famous Anne? Oh, years ago. 
And uh, I, I was uh, joined in a, an English conversation group just to help people improve their English speaking. And uh, because I've, done, I've been in, in uh, teaching, I've been in industrial training, so I, I'm, I, you know, I like to help people and get out you know, and you know, have a rapport with people. Anyway, so that's how I met Anne. And to cut a long story, um, not so long ago, uh, this earlier on this year, March-ish, um, she planted the seed in my head and said, you know, there's this lonely story. And I related to that as well, having gone through personal upheavals, like divorce and so on. So, uh, yeah, I could relate very much to that. And it's, yeah, that's how I met her. And from there, we took off. So what part did you play then? Were you an originally a volunteer to go and help Anne? Yes, I still am. I'm, I volunteer, absolutely, and uh, try to try to carry the flag and do whatever I can. Now, what have you experienced? I mean, obviously, I talked to Anne there about we, what we're likely to experience if we go along to one of these groups. But from your perspective, can you remember the very first one that you were involved in and, and what it was like? Yes, I, I do remember it, and it was uh, very pleasant. There weren't a lot of people. There were about three or four, I think. And uh, we just were very casual. We just, um, the way I approached it was to ask people about themselves. And, um, and uh, you know, to begin with, there were some people who were a bit shy. And uh, so, you know, you try and draw them out, talk to them, and, uh, and uh, boost them by congratulating them on actually coming out of their homes. And, and that, that's really important, isn't it? Because for many people, just to do that, to take the first step, is absolutely, it's yeah. quite a big thing, isn't it's it? A major, it's a major mm. step, yeah. And I suppose also that in those early days, because you have to build relationship, don't you? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So as things then progressed, and did, did the same group of people continue to come? Oh, we had a lot of, uh, um, what did you call it, regulars, as it were, but also, also got newbies all the time. And, and uh, very interesting from my point of view, actually, uh, it helped me to find out more about people themselves. And so you just chat away and, and uh, it's amazing what backgrounds people come from and what makes them tick. Now, of course, uh, you know, as you, you just said yourself, that you, that you were feeling lonely. Loneliness is an interesting thing, isn't it? Because, yep. you mean, you can look at people and never know that. We don't wear a badge, you know, I'm lonely. And actually, it's even possible to be in a whole crowd of people and still be lonely, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you ever talk to anybody before uh, Chat Cafe about, about feeling lonely yourself? No. No, I just uh, got on with it. Um, luckily, I had a family spread far and wide across the world, and um, they gave me a lot of support. Um, yeah. So, but I, I live alone and um, I just had to soldier on and that was it. But I did have, I knew I had that background support of my family, my children and their and, children. And now people who probably started out as a load of strangers, because I remember, you know, people, it used to be that you wouldn't tell people your business. You know, parents used to say that, didn't you? Don't be telling people your business. And of course, all that did was just reinforce lo loneliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what you're actually saying is, well, you feel free, you can tell me as much, because I guess people sharing, they're in the driving seat, aren't they? So they can share as much, <coughs> or indeed as little as, as, they, as they want to. Yeah, get them to talk. If, if, if I talk about myself, it's very tedious. So it's get them to, so you just sort of get the conversation going by trying to find something that they are interested in. And then they just go on about it. It's lovely. Now, obviously, in the same way I'm talking to you, uh, Ray, you know, about your experiences, I mean, as you've heard other people talk about why they come to Chat Cafe Local, uh, what are the sorts of things that they say that makes them go? Well, a lot of them uh, have um, lost people. Some of them have um, mental issues in the respect of, of depression, whatever that might mean. Um, and they, uh, a lot of them have, are, have got serious illnesses. And uh, I think when they come to the chat, 
cafe, the, the mere fact that they've got out of their house, they've come to the cafe, and they're talking to somebody about whether it's their ailment or whether it's about whatever, tiddlywinks. Their mind is off their problem. And that is the main, main thing. It takes their minds away, and they're now being positive. And it, 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 it makes them positive. Now, obviously, uh, uh, Chat Cafe Local has a Christian ethos. Mm. But does that mean that all the people who go or all the people who can go either are or have to be Christians? No, quite a few of them have come from different... I don't go into that side of it, but when people volunteer, then that's fine. So it's completely open. Open, yes. To and, and nobody's going to be embarrassed in the and sense And no one is judgmental. Well, that's equally important, isn't mm. it? Because I guess that's one of the reasons why people don't mix, because sadly, there is a lot of judgment in the world, isn't there? Yep, too mm. much. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Mm. And so if you now, as you are doing, speaking to our listeners, uh, what are the encouragements that, that you would give to encourage people to check it out? Well, just to go on, on the net, on the, on the address that's been given, chatcafelocal.com go on to that and um, there will be a phone number that, that uh, to contact Anne so, Shall I give them the phone number? Yeah, that sounds great So the number is by the way, if, if you haven't got a pen don't panic because I'll give it all to you again in a moment but the number is 07597859559 that's 07597859559 I don't call it now because Anne is otherwise engaged. Uh, so, well, after the programme would be a good time. So they can check that out. And I guess most important of all is just go along to one of the, one of the venues. Yeah, and not only that, once they've been there, then they spread the word. And that's how people hear about it. But initially, if you want to, you, you don't know where to start, which, which foot to put forward first. There's the website and the phone number. Fantastic. And, and, and as you look back on it now, because you've got a few months under your belt, uh, uh, Ray, hmm. uh, and for you personally, uh, what's the difference between from when you weren't going to it over these times that you've experienced, you know, working as part of the, of the team there? Uh, what has it, it particularly done for you? Well, actually, I did actually have um, quite a lot of anxiety problems. Um, um, so that going there has uh, one of the things of, of fighting anxiety is to be positive and it has made me think positive it's helped me to think positive and all these negative thoughts I, I, um, I, I see other people who are suffering more than me and um, I I think of, yeah, I have these negative thoughts coming in, but then I think, well, what are the positive things to cancel out that negative thought about how bad I am? Then I think, well, how many people have said, you know, give me a smile and walking down the street? You give them a, a beaming smile and they smile back. How many times have you had that? That, that sort of positivity is what I have uh, experienced and and it's, got from it. It's quite sad, isn't it, how so many of us pay attention to negative comments you know mm. Anne's talked about the voices in our head or sometimes mm. you get unfortunately there are insensitive people around us who will say things which are very hurtful and yet we seem to take these things on board the voice mm. of negativity is louder mm. than the voice of positivity why do you think that is Ray that we we tend to listen to the negative rather than to listen more to the positive I don't know that's it's human, human nature. nature it is I mean Everything is criticised. Uh, no one can do anything right. Everyone is between a brick and a hard place these days. So, so you, you, um, you've got to somehow break that cycle. As Anne said a bit earlier, change your routine. You can change your routine by um, putting on your left shoe instead of your right shoe in the morning and actually put your shoes on. Don't walk around barefoot. Um, that's a good way of putting it, actually. And, of course, the other thing is we've just seen the most amazing events on our television screens over the last 10 days of mourning for the late Queen Elizabeth II. Mm. I, I, have you been 
moved by those those people queuing. And the one thing that everybody's been commenting on is how in those queues, meeting people... Actually, some of them were drinking coffee because the cafes along the route opened up. Uh, but but actually, the what was coming over? Uh, yes, sadness, of course, of the loss of her of of her Majesty. But but actually, all of the bad news, all of the political wrangling that we've been hearing, it ceased, didn't it? The, all of that. Well, people threw up in their toilets. Fantastic. And then I've seen people interviewed, and they said, "I I came here alone, and now I've come out as a family with a family." You know, so they've gone in alone, single, gone in so, by so, themselves and come out, made friends. So did it give you hope for our country? Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the gainsayers and the naysayers and the doomsters, uh, I think they've taken a bit of a... Back seat. Something like that. And they can stay in the back seat. Yeah, they can do that. <laughs> You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Now, my very special guests today are uh, a host of people who are involved in one way or another with Chat Cafe locally, an initiative really, so that none of us are ever alone or feeling on our own. And uh, my next guest is Sandra. Sandra, how did you first meet Anne? I first met Anne in church. I'd been to church many times before, but I'd never seen Anne there. Um, and this this time, I, I think it was towards the end, she patted me on the shoulder and she gave me a leaflet. Fantastic. Now, you, you said to me when we were chatting off air, because uh, you had the thought... Could Anne see that I was lonely? Did I have a badge on me that said I was lonely? Why did you think that? Um, Because I I was lonely, but I've kind of tried to hide the fact that I was lonely. Talking a lot, singing loud, trying to be part of what was going on. But I had this thing inside me that I actually was lonely. So when she gave me the leaflet, I actually thought, how does she know that I'm lonely and I might need this? And I just put the leaflet in my bag and sort of tried to forget about it at the time. And of course, there's a lot of people who feel that, aren't they? That, that, that It's almost as if it's a shameful thing to admit you're lonely, when of course it's really not, is it? Um, I know you felt it. I know you felt it was. Um, well, I like to disguise it that I was actually feeling lonely. Um, so it was it was really nice to have this leaflet because when I was about to admit it, it was there in my bag, which I pulled out. So you went along to your first chat cafe. Can you remember what it was like? Were you were you fearful in going? I can remember it was the well in Boscombe and that's the cafe and what was really good is they were sitting by the window so I noticed these people and I thought "Mm, shall I go in shan't I go in and I did go in did you look for the badge I didn't have to look for the badge because we also, or they also had a sign up to say chat cafe, like little flags. Yes. And they were by the window and they were all smiling and seemed happy. So ready to chat. They were indeed. So in you go and uh, a little bit apprehensive, a little bit nervous. What was it like? Well, they they invited me in um, sat me sat me down. I say they sat me down. I sat down. And in the beginning, I was just asked questions which brought me into the conversation which was happening, um, which was actually the right thing, because otherwise I don't know if I would have actually spoke to anybody. Now, you kept going back, and uh, and obviously you, you, you're now very much volunteering, aren't you? I am. Um, I, went, I went on to become a host, actually, at the well, um, and then there was another there was another person who was a member, and um, she she felt she wanted to go to the next stage. So I stood aside to let somebody else host it. Um, 
and I I prayed that there would be another opportunity within Chat Club and uh, amazingly a little while later there was <laughs> and of course the other thing lovely thing actually was you could see that dear Anne was carrying quite a weight in, in terms of organising of course all those multiple groups and multiple people that that Chat Cafe Local has grown into but you didn't you're not the sort of person who sat back and said oh poor Anne you know I should probably have a breakdown any moment you wanted to do something about that didn't you well I, f- I felt it was the the right the right thing to get to get more involved and I was getting involved with something that I loved I loved the thought of it I loved what it was doing I loved being a host and listening to people I stopped talking um, after a while and I started listening to people um, I, what was, the thing that I was listening to was people who'd obviously told their story to so many people and maybe people had been bereaved and they told their story so many times so now they had their opportunity to tell it to me um, and I was ready to listen so I liked I, I, I really felt um, that I was placed in the right place but then for me I often rung Anne up to say what about this what about that so I felt mm, if I'm always ringing her up maybe other volunteers are ringing her up with problems and that's where I got involved with being a supervisor for the volunteers and allowing them to come to me to take some of the weight and some of the phone calls off of Anne's shoulders. Now let's talk a wee bit about volunteers because I know that, that you're always looking for new volunteers, new Absolutely. people. Absolutely. I suppose the best people are like people like yourself who progress having just gone there and then love it so much that they want to get what want to maybe become a member and and then get involved so if somebody comes forward as a volunteer what happens uh well if they bec- if they ask to be a volunteer to me personally i i would have to pass it on to Anne. that would be something yes. that i would have to pass on because you can only do so you can only do so much and be involved with so much but what they would do we'd we'd talk about it see what their skills were what they wanted to offer and also what we could train them in and does training as well we've had safeguarded training we've had mental health training so what they need to be trained in or what what they what they like and what their interests are interests are so we can find them the right position now i said to ray about you know the change that you see in people and indeed in yourself but let's talk about the first of all the 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 change that you've seen in people what is it that encourages you by just seeing the way people are when they come and how they develop well i i think when you ask me that question, I particularly think of <clears throat> two ladies that came along that were, one was recently bereaved and the other one was a long time bereaved and they were looking for somewhere to go, somewhere to fit in. And when they came the first time, they didn't say much. They were quite shy. And then as they came along, they were they were kind of looking to... They were kind of looking to be part of be part of the group and they were coming becoming more friendly um sharing more um and i was told that they were looking forward to which is on a friday the well they were looking forward to coming to the club and i found out more about them but i think that's a real big issue because um within within the the role of the volunteer host and the members there has to be a friendship but there has to be something a little bit professional you can't actually be so friendly with one person which ideally you'd be leaving somebody else out so you need group group skills don't you you do indeed yeah Yeah. and what about yourself i mean i bet you never thought that you're going to be a radio presenter 
I'm certainly not going to be a radio presenter. Well, you already are. Sandra's <laughs> too late. I mean, there you are. You're doing fine. You know, next thing you'll be presenting programmes and Hope FM, I'd, I'd be redundant, you know. But, I mean, really, clearly, your, your confidence has shot up. And, and obviously, we heard from Ray as well. But if you had to verbalise what it's done and, and continues to do for you, lonely person that you were, are you still lonely? I'm not lonely at all. Um, I look forward to the chat groups. Um, I look forward to what I can do um, for chat chat club. Um, and I look forward to meeting the people and hearing their stories. This is Hope FM. Well, that's the wonderful Graves Inter Gardens there, uh, sung by Elevation Worship. And, of course, what we're talking about today is about transformation. So many of us, you know, are carrying things within us that we, we're just so frightened to talk to other people about. And yet, when we do, we're utterly amazed at the problems that we thought that were unique to us, in fact, are not unique to us at all. And, of course, in being able to share, uh, then that's also a way in which we can gain support and encouragement. That's what uh, Chat Cafe Local is all about. Now, James, uh, I'm going to uh, talk to him. James, you're one of the trustees now of the charities, but how did the the whole meeting, Anne, and and all of that, how did that go for you initially? How did you start? That was just due to uh, networking, which, you know, uh, by my friend Sandra, actually. She got involved and um, she said, why don't you come along? You know, because I, I suffer, I've, I've been by, I've had a history of bipolar condition uh, most of my life since a very early age. So that involves obviously very low mood for long periods of time. And, you know, with, with maybe high spikes and um, anxiety. Um, and I suppose even the suggestion from Sandra, you know, about coming along to the group could have been a source of worry for you, was it? Uh, a little bit, yes, because I'm, you know, I'm used to, you know, feel, feeling, you know, uh, lo- lonely periods in my life. But come, but coming out, um, I do like to talk to people. I do like to find out, you know, about people, what makes them tick, what their experiences have been, and if I meet older people and they're very shy or quietly spoken, I'd simply ask them, "What did you do before you retired?" And some people, their favourite subject is themselves anyway, so that's fine, <clears throat> and that that brings them out, and you know that's that's that brings them out of themselves. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to start it because actually, uh, you know, in, in everybody, there's a whole host of stories, isn't there? Not least of which are tied into their life experiences and and to the what they've done, you know, in their lives. M- many people, you know, mm-hmm. I think so many people are on the rubbish tip or feel they're on the rubbish tip, <laughs> but actual fact, all of Life, I mean, even your own life experience is hard to deal, uh, you know, with the highs and the lows because so many people suffer from bipolar, don't they? Yes, they do. Many people do. Um, <clears throat> they say four out of five people will have some kind of me- mental health issue during their lives at some point. Um, so Chat Club has been very, very um, therapeutic because... Uh, we all need social social input. We're not. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, we're no, nobody's an island, are they? You know, and 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 being, I suppose, the therapy comes for just realizing that and just being in the company of other people. That's right. It can be very destructive being being lonely for long periods of time. Not good for the the health of um, mental health. And of course, you know, your, your mind affects your body and vice versa. So uh, to, to come out and get, and get involved is, um, is very, very therapeutic. And, you know, I can, I can say, you know, on, on a serious note, that uh, we've actually saved th- three suicides from happening from, uh, you know, d- desperate loneliness. And we've had a stroke victim who couldn't talk, who now talks. I mean, that's miraculous in itself, isn't it? Uh, and um, cancer victims, uh, they know they feel normal, that it's not a, uh, it's not stigmatic to talk about their their illness. Can you remember your your very first experience, your very first group, James? What what was that that like for you? <clears throat> uh, yes, well, um, uh, Anne uh, kindly offered me the opportunity of being a host. 
So now I, uh, with the first op- um, first uh, experience, was um, some people being very very quiet and shy, and other people being um, quite you know outspoken. Maybe they desperately needed to uh, 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 talk and everything. So I found by m- managing that a little bit, uh, even changing positions in 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 the group, um, and drawing out the shy people very you know the the quiet people by asking them them que- you know questions to draw them out and after a while everybody's ha- have, have having um su- super chats and cups of tea and uh so you are very you, happy you actually progressed then from being a participant to actually being a group leader yourself Yes, that's right. Not, I mean, there's not so much like, like a, a, a group leader. Just rather, just a, a you know, facilitator. A, is that a better word? Yeah, a facilitator. Um, you know, um, so, so so somebody that uh, just listen, listens. Um, sometimes it's just a question of people who are very talkative and they just get on with it themselves. So when it's like that, I just just let them get on. If they're shy and new, then. Gentle, uh, gentle questions like I'm being asked now um, is uh, is the w- is the way forward, and uh, it's now very successful. It's been running since February, and uh, seven months now, and it's uh, burgeoning very rapidly. Um, we've now got two thousand two hundred twenty-one people attend chat clubs at the various venues. We have five hundred twenty members, and we have nearly a thousand new people hit the website each month. So um, if you're feeling uh, lonely and you'd like to get out, be brave and uh, take the first steps, um, make contact, find out where your nearest venue is and um, come along. You won't be disappointed. Now, just to say, uh, you know, in, in listening there to James, if you're thinking, well, how do, I, how do I get all that information? How do I find out where these cafes are? Well, simple answer to that. Just go to the website, which is www.chatcafelocal.com. That's www.chatcafelocal.com. And on that website, of course, all, all of the details of the, 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 the times and meeting places are all on there. Yes, indeed. We we have meetings in in the in the morning, mid morning, so you don't have to get up too early, um, and in the afternoons, and that's every day, basically every day. Okay, uh, during the uh, the, uh, the morning period that we've had, I think Monday was the the day of the funeral was the only day we uh, we we took off, you know, because. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to keep up the momentum, and people people like to come. They say, "Oh, is this happening next week? Can I come back?" And can I introduce uh, somebody else, you know, et cetera, like that. And, of course, that, that's, that's very encouraging because people often do bring their friends. Don't they? I mean, like, like Sandra really was, was used to bring you, you know, um, I guess that that's part of how everything grows. That's right. Yes, it, indeed. It's, it, it's, it's networking. Uh, often people haven't had, you know, they haven't seen any material. Uh, they haven't even been on the website, but by um, recommendation... Uh, by by networking, they hear from a, f- uh, a friend, and they invite them along, and uh, that's how we've met um, many many people. And it's always interesting, uh, you know, as a, as a host, you're always going to meet uh, different people because they're all individual uh, miracles, you know, uh, created by God, and um, so you're always going to meet interesting uh, people with interesting stories. So it's always stimulating, and you'll never be lonely again. Now, uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, you started out and and, uh, you weren't a charity, but now the good news is that Chat Cafe Local has become a charity. And, of course, that does mean that people who support the work and donate to the work, uh, then obviously they can gift aid and so on. Um, So so as a trustee, uh, then you're in the driving seat with Anne. Absolutely, yes. Um, I was in, uh, had the privilege of being, uh, um, you know, invited to come on board as a trustee, uh, and that's uh, that's very rewarding. I've always been interested in, in, in knowing how charities actually work in on, in, on the in, on the inside, and um, finding out uh, all about that, and that's uh, very fascinating. And uh, yeah, it's a position of responsibility and making decisions about uh, how the, how the funds uh, are, are you know allocated and uh, and spent wisely. 
Now, obviously, yeah, you go around the different groups, you know. So, I mean, when Sandra was talking, she's done a lot with the, with the well in, in Boscombe. Mm. Uh, you're a bit of a peripatetic person, aren't you? So, in, in a way, you're, you're going around the different groups. Um, are they very different in nature, the groups? Yeah, uh, yes, yes, they are. They they're all they're all unique. They all seem to take on their their, their own individual character, and um, uh, so, sometimes they're very very quiet. You know, it's it's you never really know who, you know who's going to turn up. Sometimes it may be two people, and other times it's ten or twelve or even uh, fifteen. So that's it's that's that's very interesting when it gets when it gets like that. Um, and uh, you yeah, said fascinating. You, you said about many people that have been helped, and you you, you referred to a number of of of, of particular people uh, there. What what are, what's the common things that you hear from people? You know, when they're talking about their experience and why they enjoy coming to Chat Cafe Local. They've all, without without exception, I would say, <clears throat> uh, said. What a what a warm welcome they've received, and uh, how it's not intimidating. It's it's uh, e- easy to uh, to to get involved and uh, just uh, chat, or even just when, when if you have not been before, just listen, and that will stimulate your mind to uh, you know get 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 involved and engage. And um, maybe you know, ask other people. And people have formed um, uh, good, uh, firm friendships as well uh, from uh, meeting people um, at chat club. Uh, there's there's one where you don't do anything; they they, they just get on with it themselves, and uh, so you just uh, enjoy your cup of coffee and coming and your biscuit. Coming back to yourself, James, as you look back on these last few months and your own involvement, uh, what has it done for you? Well, as I said, um, my history of mental health has mean I've been quite disadvantaged, uh, sometimes unable to uh, le- 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 unable to leave the house myself, um, uh, and uh, or you know gripped by anxiety, a generalised anxiety about everything. Um, but uh, coming come to the chat clubs has you get involved. Your your mind becomes occupied uh, with with other people, and you meet people with you know with similar situations. They may want to talk about about their health. Uh, they may want to talk about their hobbies, um, or they or they are just quiet and like like to listen a lot because yeah. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Well, today we've been hearing about the fabulous work undertaken by Chat Cafe uh, uh, Local and, uh, and Anne's uh, back just to tie it all uh, together. Well, the first thing we ought to say is if you've heard anything on today's programme and you want to know more than... First of all, go to the uh, the charity website, which is www.chatcafelocal.com. Uh, if you wanted to email Anne, then the email address is, again, chatcafelocal at gmail.com. Or if you wanted to have a personal word uh, with Anne, uh, you can give her a call, and the number is 07597. Eight five nine double five nine. I'll give you that number uh, uh, again in just a moment if you want to get uh, a pen. Now, and obviously, you, you just want people to, in the first instance, just to feel as they can come along by going to the website. They'll be able to hear all of those, those groups. You must be incredibly encouraged because here you are, a, a brand new charity, and and uh, obviously people can can give to your chat the the charity. Um, are you encouraged w- with the way things have grown these last few months? It's been incredible. We've had over 2,000 people attend our chat clubs and we have um, about 520 members on the database. Um, It's just incredible to see such joy and such hope in the air and to see bereaved people smiling round tables. It's just, you know, it's just a wonderful experience. And, of course, it's interesting, you know, because obviously as, as in talking to James and Sandra and Ray, you've now got people who are now coming alongside you to help share the load in one way or another. That must be, again, a great encouragement to you. Um, volunteering relieves loneliness. 
And it gives you hope and it builds your confidence. Like Sandra, she's now going training to become a counsellor and drug and alcohol worker. So, you know, a few months ago, that wasn't even in her head. And radio presenter, don't forget that. And radio presenter. I've added that on to all of them this morning because they've done so Mm -hmm. well, haven't they? Yeah, they're brilliant, brilliant. (laughs) Uh, Now, obviously, becoming a charity is great. So that that means, of course, effectively that people can uh, can give and, and... if they give, they, and if they're a taxpayer, of course, you can benefit by gift aid. Are people already beginning to do that? How do people become members? So you can become a member on chatcafelocal.com or you can email me on chatcafelocal at gmail.com. And there is a donation button that you can press on the website. And um, We do have a bank account. Blair's got the details of a bank account if you'd like to make a direct donation. And if you send me an email along and then I'll be able to say thank you um, for your gift, your treasure. Mm. And of course, most important of all, you want people to go along, don't you? And and I mean, if, I think of anything today, uh, everyone has demonstrated that it, in many ways it has changed people's lives, hasn't it? Not the least of which in, in reaffirming the fact that, that no one need be alone. Being alone, you can be successfully alone. Being lonely, your body is telling you that you need people, you need social connection. Chat Cafe Local offers you that opportunity. And for some people, they might come on the first day of hearing this, but some it might take a bit longer. But if you just keep trying, like we were talking earlier about the voice in your head, that doesn't want you to succeed. So you just got to go and say, okay, if I get to the door... I'll make a decision and then you cross that threshold and you cross the next threshold and you cross the next threshold because the scariest things in life are when you're on your own and vulnerable. But God is with you. You are never alone. And what about you? I asked everybody else, Anne, you know, what what difference has this made in your life? You started off with a vision, with an idea. You're beginning to see that bear considerable fruit and actually Mm. making a huge difference in the lives of ordinary people you must be encouraged i am like i said when i heard from god at the beginning he says i'll turn your smut into a miracle and i can see it happening and this is a miracle and god's so much in this i couldn't do this on my own he puts the footsteps there every day and i just walk in them this is hope fm